me, fa la 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 Here's the season to be jolly, fa la 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 Two Chairs No Wedding, episode number 714, Mayberry Christmas to All, 2022. Two Chairs No Wedding is brought to you each week by the folks over at Weaver's Department Store. Drop by over at Weaver's and check out the 2023 Andy Griffith Show wall calendar. Or the, getting low on these, the 2023 Mayberry Day-by-Day Flipbook calendar. You gotta get yours before they're all gone. And while you're there, maybe you'll pick up a Mayberry Man DVD. They're on sale right now. Uh, they're only $15 instead of $20. So head over to weaversdepartmentstore.com and check it out. Two Chairs No Waiting is also brought to you by donations from listeners just like you. The executive producer of episode number 714 are the folks who attended the Mayberry Meetup. Hello, everybody. I am Alan Newsom, and welcome to Christmas time here in Mayberry. That's right. The Andy Griffith Show, there was only one episode that was Christmas or holiday related, and it was the Christmas story, the Christmas episode, the only holiday related episode. And uh, we watch it every year as fans of the Andy Griffith Show, and we kind of celebrate that here on Two Chairs No Waiting every year for Christmas time. So uh, it's always a lot of fun to be able to spend some time just talking about the Andy Griffith Show with you, and I hope you're going to enjoy this. This is an unusual episode. It's not the same as our normal every day episode of or every week episode of two chairs no waiting but it is a celebration of christmas and each year we try to get back that feeling that we go through uh, you know with uh, memories of mayberry christmas time you know and uh, small town christmas and all that so we uh, we do that every year so every year i create a mayberry christmas card that i send out to everybody i make a physical card and then basically i make an online version of that card and i always try to share it with you and i'm going to share it right now this year's card which is our 20 22 Christmas card from my wife and I. Uh, I should say that if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, I'm going to try to describe some of the things, but the video version of this episode would probably be a lot of fun for you to watch because there's a lot of cool uh, images and stuff that show up in the episode tonight. So let's head over and see the 2022 Newsome Christmas card. And that's Mayberry related. It's all about the Mayberry Man, the series that's coming out next year. So y'all be looking out for that. So let's head over and check it out. So there's always Mayberry Christmas. And these are scenes from Mayberry Man, the series that was filmed back in the fall we got ronnie shell rick roberts as barney he's dressed up as the barney with santa claus outfit on and we were all gathered around a christmas tree that you'll see in mayberry man the series can't wait for everybody to be able to see it and it was a lot of fun to film we had our director showing us what we wanted Folks, we just had such a great time during that. And hopefully that spirit of Mayberry and the spirit of Christmas will come through when you get to watch the actual episode of Mayberry Man, the series. The Lord is best, has blessed us with amazing friends, family, and with chances to do things never dreamed. 
a movie and now an upcoming series are just some of the unexpected blessings. Thank you for being an amazing blessing to the Newsoms and to me in particular. Mayberry Christmas from Alan, Jan, and Adam. So folks, this is what it's all about, is remembering our friends and the things that excite us. So have a Merry Christmas and reach out and visit with those around you. So that was our Christmas card for this year. Uh, the narration that I was giving is not in the actual card. That was me reading, but it, you can read it. If you're, li- if you're watching the video, you'll see a lot of this stuff. And that was just, uh, that was a lot of fun for me to put together because it was from Mayberry man, the series, we had a, a lot of fun, uh, filming that. And Rick got to dress up as Barney in the, uh, share in the, uh, Santa outfit. So that was, uh, <laughs> that was so fun. Oh man. We had a great time. So uh, we're going to be hearing from several things like that tonight. And first up is another Christmas card I did uh, several years ago. I'm not even sure what year this was, but this is, uh, it's called uh, Barney the Mayberry Deputy, and it's a song, and I wrote the song, and I performed the song. So uh, you might want to turn down the volume as we get to this one, because I'm, you know, I can't really, I can't really promise you how good the singing is but it's a lot of fun and if you know the song barney the mayberry deputy it's sung to uh jingle bells or is that right no rudolph it's rudolph the red-nosed reindeer so you can sing along so let's uh let's head over that way and see that one you know andy and opie and ellie and aunt b you know Warren and Goober and Gomer and Ernest T. But do you recall the most famous deputy of all? Barney the Mayberry deputy had a very shiny badge and when his bullet he would use liquid pledge all of the other deputies tried but it just wasn't the same they couldn't match old Barney Tiger Fife was his name then one foggy Christmas Eve and he came to say Barney with your build so right Won't you be our Santa tonight My how the folks there loved him And the Opie had be Barney the Mayberry deputy You'll go down in history Barney the Mayberry Deputy You'll go down in history <laughs> So that was a lot of fun. And now let's go hear from Rick Roberts, The Fife Before Christmas. Well, hey, I didn't see you standing there. 
it's time for the annual tradition of a fight before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through Mayberry, not a creature was stirring from here to Mount Airy. The shotguns were hung in the rack with care, and hoped that through peace they should remain there. The townspeople all were nestled in bed, with thoughts of Floyd trimming the hairs off their head. Aunt B in her kitchen, while all rest are slumber, I pray she's not making kerosene cucumbers. When out on the lawn, arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, the sash I did pull it, opened the shutters, and got my one bullet. The tracks I detect upon newly fallen snow, I swear they weren't there just moments ago. When what to my wandering eyes do I see? A man with his rocks, oh my, Ernest T. What a crazy old man, lively and quick. But what's in his hand, oh my, it's a brick. More rapid than eagles, my voice did it rise. I need some more backup, time to deputize. Andy, now Goober, and Gomer, Aunt B. Floyd, Thelma Lou, and even Opie. To the front of the courthouse, and on up the wall. I've got new badges, shiny new ones for all. Like Mr. McBeeby, that old man did fly. Across the treetops and up to the sky. Up to the rooftop I went with my crew. I had my one bullet, knew what to do. Then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, there was old Otis, sure enough, hundred proof. The noise from his nose made an interesting sound, somewhat reminiscent of eastbound and down. Loaded up and trucking. He was dressed all in rags, tattered with soot, and there were a lot of bottles laying there at his foot. His eyes were all glassy, dreary and distant. I demanded his help, I demanded this instant. <whistles> we gathered his stash, every last bottle. With focus, we threw them in earnest full throttle. Those bottles surprised him, he was taken aback. He dropped that big brick and rocks fell from his sack. He ran past the diner, the butcher, the deli. A laugh erupted from his big belly. Then Otis rose high and launched a full can. Like reindeer it flew till it hit that old man. The nut from the mountain fell with a thud. We nipped that old man's plans in the bud. And we heard him exclaim as he ran through the night, Merry Christmas to all, except you, Barney Fife. Well, I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. And remember, the reason for the season. Take care and God bless you. All I want for Christmas is a new bullet. A new bullet. Old Betsy here is getting a little worn out. <laughs> Merry Christmas from Rick Roberts, folks. Uh, Rick is absolutely amazing. He is so great and Mayberry man. And I got to tell you, he's just a great guy all the way around. I am so blessed to have been able to meet him. And I'm so thankful for the movie Mayberry man, because that's how I got to meet Rick Roberts. And uh, he is a great guy. We got great tribute artists that do Barney. They're all wonderful people. And Rick is just one of them. A great man, a great guy. A uh, great Christian fellow, too. So we, we're very fortunate with all of our Barneys, uh, good Christian people that we get to work with. So so fun. So thank you, Rick, for letting me share that. So if you're only hearing it, you didn't get to see. He was actually dressed as Barney doing that recitation, and he wrote it. He wrote that as well. All right, so now we're going to go and hear from our friend uh, Ben Sanderfer. Now, he wrote this several years ago, and so we've had it. I've played it several times and i think you're really going to like it this is called a mayberry christmas by ben sanderfer so enjoy this one as we go 
was the night before Christmas, and all through Mayberry, this year's Santa would become legendary. A picture from Otis was hung up with care by the one of the rose which had won at the fair. The children had put up the last Christmas wreath, Opie and Mary Wiggins, who'd lost her front teeth, and Andy, with no gun, adorned his nightcap, just in case feuding families finally ended their scrap. When out on the street there came a great noise. Could it be Briscoe, Charlene, and the Darling Boys? It probably wasn't that nut named Bass. It didn't sound one bit like shattering glass. No snow, just a steady rain fell from the sky. It had rained every day since those gypsies came by. When up came a black Ford automobile with way yonder too much grease on the wheel. With a skinny little driver who still had no wife, he was known by such names as Fast Gun Fife. His car barely made it, slowly moving along. A mechanic named Pyle had told him all that was wrong. Needs points, needs plugs, needs new wires, by gosh, and she could also really use a good wash. To the Taylor's driveway, he'd park right behind Mr. Tucker's big car, cause he changed his mind. He looked at the house and wished he could fly. Then a ladder next to the house caught his eagle eye. He'd climb up the ladder, yep, that was the plan. It was left there by Wheeler, Aunt B's handyman. He knew how to enter a room with such ease. He taught Ernest T with full amenities. But on this special night, the door would not do, so down the chimney the thin deputy flew. He was dressed in a uniform. Now what could be dumber? This night, I doubt he'd encounter Fred Plummer. His hair floyd had slicked down, but not a bit drippy, in case fingers ran through from a fun girl named Skippy. His hat held his ticket book just in case the governor's car was parked in the wrong place. The bullet in his pocket was shiny and neat, and if he should use it, watch out for your feet. When he sang, it just kind of made you sick, cause he couldn't sing, not one single lick. Even an old-fashioned recitation didn't work. After all, you can't make a bird go chirp, chirp. He had not an ounce of fat, which helped him hustle. He could eat all the cookies since they all went to muscle. He had little time and might get in a pinch, since a tightwad named Weaver might turn into the Grinch. He spoke not a word. There was much work to do. He still had to call Juanita and say toodaloo. For Opie, he left some shiny new skates and a guitar, the kind that Lydia Crossweight hates. For Aunt B, he left 24 canning jars, more kerosene cucumbers for out-of-state cars. He left his friend Andy a hat and a tie. He'd never wear either, but he still had to try. And when he had finished, he went out the door. He'd saved enough time for just one thing more. To Thelma Lou's house, he now had to go for a pan of her fudge and that doctor show. He cranked up his car on the third or fourth try. On his cycle and sidecar, he could better rely. But I heard him exclaim as he drove through the mud, Merry Christmas to all. Now nip it in the bud. So that's Ben Sanderford from Ben Sanderford Productions down in Macon, Georgia. Uh, great, uh, great work, uh, Ben. Thank you so much. Now, the next one is another one of my Christmas cards. So there's uh, Christmas cards that I've done. I've done 21 video versions of Christmas card, and you can go and see them all. I'll have a link in the show notes. If you if you don't get enough during this episode, which I think I'm playing about six of them or seven, you can go to imayberry.com slash Christmas, imayberry.com slash Christmas, and you can go and see all the ghosts of Christmas past. That's what it's called. It's just a page where there's links there, and you can click them and go and see all the old cards that I've done 
They're, and I've been making them since Jan and I got married, so it's been 30, 30 years worth of them. But there's not quite that many online. There's 21, 25 or 6. There's 25 or 6 online. So definitely go and check those out if you'd like to. But one of them would be this one that you're about to hear or see. Hopefully you can see it. This one is uh, it's headed home for Christmas. Now, there's no words, so I'll be reading the captions for you. But this is one of Jan's very favorite ones. So let's play this one for you. Newsom's pray that you and your family have a very Merry Christmas. Mayberry is a lot like Christmas. Both are about friends and family. We hope the road from the fishing hole leads everyone home to you safe and sound. We're heading home for Christmas. That is one of Jan's very favorite ones. Now, if you couldn't see it, it's actually photos of myself and my son, Adam, at Franklin Canyon, where Andy and Opie walked. And Opie threw the rock in the water. They walked at the beginning of the episode. That's where that was. That's where the photos of that uh, video were filmed. It's a slideshow presentation, basically. So it means a lot because that's me and my son. It's a lot of fun to see it. And I hope you, hopefully you get that feeling of it's really Mayberry. Now, folks, uh, we've been talking all about Mayberry. It's all been about that. But there was another show that used to come on uh, the same time frame, really, called Gunsmoke. Now, if you'll remember, uh, Howard McNear, Floyd, was on the radio version of Gunsmoke and appeared a few times on the television series. And so did uh, Mayor Stoner, Parley Bear. He was on the radio, and I think he appeared on the series as well. But one of the characters on there that we've been able to do shows with, because I think Mayberry and Gunsmoke are kindred. And since we had Barney do his uh, Fife Before Christmas, I felt it only fair that we allow our friend Festus from from uh, Dodge City to do his rendition of Twas the Night Afore Christmas. Well, I got a story I'm going to tell y'all today. It's a special story, and it, I ain't lying about it neither. I'm going to tell you just like it was. Guess what? Old Festus can read. That's right. It's out. It's out. I can read. But I can't read without glasses. See here? Alright. I called it, It Was the Night Before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas. And out in the yard, there was a chicken pecking on the ground pretty hard. Now, we'd already hunger stockings up at the long branch up high in hopes that old Sandy Claus, well, he just might drop by. 
The youngins was all snuggled tight in their beds. Cause they knew if they get out, the days are whooping ahead. Well, I was in my long johns and old Ruth was in her winter jacket. When we was jolted to wake my terrible racket. I ran out the door and into the night. With gun in my hand, I was ready for a fight. I tripped over an old duck, and she screamed out a quack. And right over yonder, flight on his back lay old Doc Adams, out like a light. I ran over to his side, I said, Doc, you all right? And not a peep. Did he utter my fidgety old scudder? To see if and he was a breathing, I leaned over close to take a listen. But I couldn't hear nothing on account of that ground pecking chicken. He popped open his eyeballs and popped to hopped to his feet, said, Get out of my way. Then he let out a long bleat like a sheep. I asked him what for, he said doesn't matter. And I had to, right then I had to run back inside because I, I got a weak bladder. When I came back out, I couldn't believe my eyeballs. I said, what in tarnation is that? Because I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with eyeballs. Old Doc hopped up on his sled, overloaded with toys. He pulled my eight puny sheep, and they was making all kind of noise. I stuck my head in the water trough way down deep, cause I wasn't for sure, but thought I might still be asleep. That old sawbones, he spit, he whistled and hollered. He yelled out the names that was on them sheep's collars. Now Skeeter, now Elmer, now Jasper, Jethro, on Cletus, on Wilbur, on Moses and Roscoe. They took to pulling that sled hard dump to hell. When they reached the top, they ran over Granny Steele. Now she started cussing and shooting at old Doc and his team, and I think she might have winged him because he kind of let out a, a girlish scream. He yelled at those sheep, something fierce, I do declare. Then, all of the died blame sudden, they was flying in the air. That's right, I ain't lying, I ain't. They landed on a house, a fur piece down the road. So I hopped on old Ruth and down the road I go. I got to the house in about half a minute. I grabbed the front door, pulled, and went in it. Inside, old Doc was moving fast, just like a bee, putting toys in stockings and up under the tree. From his hat to his toes, he was all dressed in red. Doc Adams is Sandy Claus. I thought in my head, he was smiling and laughing and 
so full of good cheer. He ain't usually like that unless he drinks a whole lot of little beers. And just like that, when his work was all done, he was up through that chimney like being shot from a gun. He jumped back in his sleigh and took off again in flight, shouting, Merry Christmas to all and to fastest. In the head, you ain't right. Died. That died blame old scooter. Couldn't help himself but start another fight. But I just let it go. Let it go, let it go. And said, well, it's all right. I walked my mule bike to my little one-room shack. My heart was so full of joy and goodwill towards my feller man. I just stopped on that road. Very still, I did stand, thinking, that the reason for Christmas wasn't just toys and fun. The real reason was because God sent us His Son, born to die on the cross for our sin. Born in a stable because there weren't no room at the end. Believe in Him and ask Him into your heart. He'll make you brand spanking new and give you a fresh start. Christmas happened because God loves everyone. And you can show your love for Him by telling people about His Son. Jesus. Jesus is what it's all about. Christmas ain't about nothing else except the birth of the baby Jesus, Savior of the world. The only hope that there is for mankind it's the truth right there, the gospel. Now, I hope you and yours have a Merry Christmas. Ah, that's from Mark Staggs, and uh, definitely somebody you'd want to meet. A great guy again. Thank you, good Christian man. I really appreciate it, and Merry Christmas to you, Mark. So that was Festus, as you could tell, Festus from Gunsmoke, and that's definitely a voice that you recognize anytime you hear it. Uh, so next up, we're going to hear a, uh, this is a Christmas card I did back in 2020 when, you know, I don't know if y'all remember it. We can talk about it a little bit, but there was, that's when everybody was locked in their houses and everything like that. So that's what this is about. And, uh, hopefully it's funny now, uh, if it wasn't funny at the time. So here we go. This one is about Henry Bennett and social distancing. Wanted a Merry Christmas. The Mayberry Courthouse is looking forward to hosting Henry Bennett for a no-cost 14-day social distancing stay with room and board. In no time, we'll all be out of the lockup and shaking hands and coming into rooms nice again. Because we know that Henry's wanted, yeah, he's wanted this Christmas season for isolation to flatten the curve while spreading Christmas cheer. Henry will enjoy spending the Christmas holiday with Andy, Barney, Opie, Aunt B, Ellie, and Ben Weaver 
over at the Gore House. Merry Christmas from Alan, Jan, <laughs> you know, and Henry. We'll soon be spending time with folks and living life, but let's not forget to keep things easy and slow while remembering the important things. God bless you and yours. Oh, and have a Mayberry New Year. So that was from 2020. Let's go see 2019. Thelma Lou Who. Let's looky loo and see who's setting with Thelma Lou Who. It's Ben the Grinch and a pup named Blue, too. Ben the Grinch, with his heart much too small to be Santa Claus or to be jolly at all. But who can resist Thelma Lou Who with her kind, thoughtful heart and her eyes shining through? Her smile welcomed the Grinch, or maybe her warm, loving spirit. As she spoke to him, then the Grinch began to get it. The Mayberry spirit tugged at his heart as two sizes it grew. His chest swelled with love for the town and for Blue, too. Santa Claus is real, if you're a believer. If you still have doubts, just look to Ben Weaver. Merry Christmas. Uh, so that was from uh, 2019. And so uh, next up is our Christmas from, it was a Mayberry Man Christmas from 2021. And uh, this one I'll have to read over. I hope you enjoy this one as well. But this is from, uh, it's a, basically the Mayberry Man movie. So. Barney, you better slow down. This is a delicate machine, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to get a speeding ticket? What a nip it, boy! Nip it! Barney, Floyd, and Chris Don are in the patrol car heading to Mayberry for Christmas. Here's hoping you'll be a Mayberry man or woman this coming year. Christmas to all. Mayberry is not just a place. It's a state of mind. It's anywhere folks treat each other with the dignity given them by their creator. showing there's a little Mayberry in all of us. So there's scenes from the Mayberry Man movie premiere in Danville, Indiana back on September the 4th, 2021. 
Thank you for making this year one to remember for Jan and for Floyd. playing for us there as we traveled around the country being a part of the uh, Mayberry Man movie premieres uh, and wow what a great time we had during all that stuff well so folks I hope you've been enjoying this I hope you've enjoyed all the Mayberry stuff I'm not going to talk anymore basically after this we're going to we're going to head over first to hear from Charlie Monk it's it's called Andy and Opie Christmas it's by Charlie Monk, and we're all used by permission. I got permission for all this stuff. But he tells a great story about a small-town Christmas, and it really has that Mayberry feel. Then we're going to be able to hear from Eleanor Donahue herself. I may be able to talk in between the two and just introduce it a little bit, but this is Eleanor talking with Neil Brower uh, uh, previously, and then it'll go straight into we'll hear from her and close out the show with Away in the Manger, uh, Away in a Manger by Eleanor Donahue, Miss Ellie, singing there in the courthouse. So, folks, Merry Christmas to you, if I don't talk before the end of the show. And we'll see you next time here on Two Chairs. So enjoy this wrap-up here with minimal talking. Oh, I told you wrong. This is a card. This is a Christmas card from 2011. And it says family. Trees and lights. Miles of joy. Best of friends. Best of friends for life. around the tree folks who need
So it's been a wonderful year in our house, and we're thankful for all of those that have crossed our paths. We pray that the coming year brings you an abundance of joy, happiness, and love. Merry Christmas from Alan, Jan, and Adam. So you know that is my son's jazz band playing the music. And they did a great job. So now we're going to hear from Charlie Monk, as I'd said before, and uh, Andy and Opie Christmas. I was watching an old Andy Griffith show the other day, and notice how the people of Mayberry were celebrating Christmas. I got to thinking, what does Christmas really mean today? Is it any different now than it was in the small town where I grew up? Watching Andy and Opie did bring back some very special memories. You see, my hometown was a lot like Mayberry. My dad used to joke that we were so small that welcome to and hurry back was on the same sign. I think small towns were a lot different than the big cities, especially at Christmas time. For instance, all the stores waited until after Thanksgiving before they decorated for Christmas. When I was a kid, the town folks hung green garlands and striped candy canes from light poles. Even the red, yellow, and green of our one traffic light seemed to be part of the festive decor. I remember all the fancy flickering lights that were strung along the storefronts, and the display windows that were filled with boxes wrapped as gifts and lots of stuffed Santas. We chopped down our own Christmas tree in the pasture nearby. We drug it home and helped Dad make our own stand. You know, we had so much fun when our grandparents helped us make multicolored paper chains and popcorn strings to put on the tree. Most of our ornaments, of course, were handmade at school or church. Our family only had one string of lights, but all the bulbs lit up every year. My mama made cakes, pies, and cookies, <laughs> and no matter what room you're in, there was that aroma of those soon-to-be-enjoyed goodies. We had eggnog, and there was the wonderful smell of spiced apple cider. That's the kind of stuff Aunt B would have made. Looking back, we didn't have much, but we didn't know it. Oh, we didn't have a fireplace, by the way, but Santa always found a way in. Church was the second home for small town folks, but at Christmas time it became the focus. And every church had a Christmas play. Now, all the kids wanted to be Mary, Joseph, or the three wise men, <laughs> or a camel. Oh, it was just great fun. One of my favorite memories was when families gathered together, put on their warmest coats, caps, and mittens, and roam the streets singing Christmas carols. Like Andy, Opie, and Barney most likely did, people in my hometown shared gifts and baskets of food 
with the neighbors that might not have as much as they did. <laughs> Our sheriff even let some of the people we called guests of the county go home on Christmas Eve. But if my memory serves me, when I was young, the holiday season was really more about giving, not about getting, which made it more about doing for others than buying for others. You see, that was the small town way. And in my hometown, or any town like Mayberry, there seemed to be more emphasis on the reason for the season. Yes, we should remember the good times. The giving and receiving of gifts, the laughter, the merriment, but we should also stop and remember that we're celebrating the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. So, Merry Christmas from me, Andy, and Opie. Now we'll go here from uh, Eleanor. Now what do you remember about actually singing away in a manger? Well, the few days before, several, well, a week before, I guess, during rehearsal for another show, we had gone um, to a recording studio to play the track for it, and I was terribly nervous. And I, you, many of you have heard the story before. Um, and there was no reason for me to be nervous because I had sung the song many, many times. But I was. I, did, I didn't like singing in front of people. I certainly didn't like being recorded. So um, came to the studio. We tried to run at once, and my voice cracked and broke, and I nearly panicked and got all teary. And uh, Andy got me a glass of water, and he said, well, what, you know, there's no hurry here. We're just going to sit around. So he said, come and sit down here on the floor. And there was a little riser in the, in the recording studio. He said, well, just sit down here, and I'm just going to play it, and we'll just sing through it a few times until you're comfortable, and then we'll record it later. I said, okay. He said, I think, I think the key is okay for you, so we're going to do this. And he started playing. He said, when you feel like it, just... Just hum along with me, and that'll warm your voice. I'm so like, hmm, 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 and he nodded his head and started to sing. And then we did, ended up doing three choruses of it. And uh, when it was finished, I thought we were going to stand up and stand in front of the microphones, which were all up above. Uh, and he said, "Well, I'll see you tomorrow on the set." And I said, "Well, aren't we going to record it?" And he said, "We already have." <laughs> So he had, uh, you know, given a cue like that, and they recorded the rehearsals, and that's what that was. And it was a wonderful, wonderful, kind and gentle way of doing it, and that's why there's so much relaxation in my voice. A wonderful thing, it yeah, really is. It was really nice. lay down his sweet head the stars in the sky look down where he lay the little lord jesus asleep on the hay the cattle are 
knowing the poor baby wakes but little lord jesus no crying he makes i love thee lord jesus look down from the sky and stay by my cradle till morning is nigh Jesus laid down his sweet head The stars in the sky looked down where he lay The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay Well, the happy holiday season's with us again. And I think it certainly is a wonderful thing that this station is playing so much of that nice Christmas music. This is Andy Griffith, and if I may, I'd like to join in with all the folks here in wishing you and your family the very fondest and Christmas greetings, and a sincere wish that the new year brings you all you hope for. The drive to go further and reach higher. The same thing that inspires you, inspires us. At Strayer University, we're always searching for new ways to make education more affordable. That's why we offer access to up to 10 no-cost gen ed courses to help you save time and money so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. No-cost gen ed provided by Strayer University affiliates of Field Learning. Eligibility rules apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEF.